0: welcome to the elevate podcast i'm your host jessica hanlon an american branding photographer and brand strategist living abroad in stockholm sweden after spending seven years building a brand and business abroad i realized that many expat entrepreneurs have a hard time navigating their new life in another country and i want to show you how you can pave your own path when it seems like all the obstacles are in your way i feel so deeply that people need to hear the stories of entrepreneurs living abroad Their stories need to be heard and shared so that we can help people who are struggling to find work or wanna start a business to feel inspired by the stories of entrepreneurs who are actually doing the work. Get ready to go on a worldly journey with me where you'll hear of inspiring stories from global entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and business owners paving their own path and following their dreams wherever they are in the world so that you can be inspired to do the same thing too. Whether you're a small business owner or an inspiring entrepreneur, I want to help you find your path because when you elevate yourself, you elevate others around you. So come along and join us for inspiring stories, brand tips, and business growth tools to help you elevate yourself. You're listening to episode 11 of the Elevate podcast. Hi there. I hope you are having an amazing day today. Today's episode is all about having a great website and how you can save yourself time by hiring a web designer and a brand photographer for your branding. As an entrepreneur and a mom, I know how important it is to use my time wisely. And so if you are an entrepreneur wanting to create your own website, then you need to listen to this episode because the truth is that we should be spending time in our business doing the things that we are good at and then outsource the rest to those who are good at those tasks. That way you're not wasting any time and you are focusing on building your business. And trust me, I'm the kind of person that thinks that she can do it all, (laughs) and I can, but I need to focus on growing my business instead of staying in the same place and doing tasks that do not help my business expand And also it drains me if I have to be focusing on things that I'm not really good at. And so today I'm interviewing my web designer, Elle Barron, and we are talking about everything about website design and branding photography. And so together we are going to be sharing our tips on how to have a killer website. So let's get into the conversation. Mm -hmm. Today I have brand designer and strategist Elle Baron on the show and we started working together by collaborating with brand design and photography for our clients and Elle is the designer and I'm the photographer and together we are bringing our unique skills to the table and teaming up together and we thought it would be fun to do a podcast all about how to work with your graphic designer and photographer to design and plan out your brand sheet. So welcome, Elle, to the show, and Thank we're you. going to be talking about all this stuff today, so it's exciting to be able to actually verbalize what we want to tell people because it's like how important it is to have a good brand and branding photos, and usually I get contacted by uh, my clients who already have a brand designer designing out some of their websites, and um, it's nice just to be able to like connect with them too at the same time, because you can kind of get an understanding of what their website is going to look like. And so I want to ask you, what are the first things that um, somebody should think about when it comes to creating branding for your business?
1: I think the first thing is to really kind of understand who you're designing for in terms of who is your target market? Um, I think lots of businesses maybe have a kind of vague idea of who this might be, but often they're too scared to maybe narrow it down. So they kind of say maybe, oh, we're. I don't want to say I'm too niche or whatever, but actually when you try to appeal to everyone, you're, you're kind of appealing to no one. So really getting clear on who your target market is and that will make it so much more easier to design a brand that they'll be attracted to. Um, and I think also uncovering why your business exists in the first place kind of besides making money so why did you start your brand um besides yeah besides to have maybe financial freedom like what was the reason behind that and that will uh guide your um kind of purpose of your your brand
0: and when your clients come to you in the beginning do they know this stuff at first or are they kind of like i don't know (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah they normally don't know they normally come to me and they're like oh i need a logo um and then I kind of explain to them that the logo is just one part of your brand. um, And like the way I work is strategic. So that means kind of you don't just design a business or the the brand that looks good. It's really kind of crafting the meaning that people attach to your business. So I help um, these entrepreneurs create a clear and attractive message that will draw their ideal clients to to their business and resonates with them on a deeper level. So they'll come to me and say, oh, I think I need a logo. And um, and then I kind of help them. Realize that actually what they need is to start with is a brand strategy to build that foundation on which the logo can be built on. So the logo is just a tiny bit of, of brand design.
0: Yeah. And for me as the photographer, it's the same thing, right? Because you yeah. can't have a brand shoot unless unless you know exactly what your brand is about. Because there's so many different elements that can be created through photography that can give off the vibe, the feeling. But if you don't know what that is yet through your brand words or even understanding like what your Mm. mission is, then it's hard to create the visuals part first, you know. So first get the foundation right and then move into creating the visuals. And I think a lot of people lack this part. Um, Pretty much 99% of the people who come to me don't even know. And yeah, so this is I agree. why I think it's really important to have, like, a team that you can work with together to understand what your brand is about so that you can actually, when you make this investment, which is a big investment, but it, that mm. it's like, fully properly so that you get exactly mm. what you want so that when somebody lands on your website, they know, ex- like, they know who you are, they can get that feeling, the vibe from the person right away. And just letting mm. the brand speak for itself. So I think that's really important. Yeah. And so how do you like guide your clients through this process? I mean, do you really go deep with them or do you um, do you feel like this is something that like you have to add as an add-on to your business mm. to like, even because it's a lot of work to be able to, to do the first part first and then creating the website. Yeah. So normally
1: I would advise um doing a brand strategy session with myself, which is like a 2.5-ish hour collaborative session. Um, And it's split into three sections. So it's your brand foundation, your brand positioning, and your brand expression. So we really uncover the purpose of your business, your vision, your mission, your values. um, And then we really hone in on who your customer is, their personality, um, what are their challenges and pain points? Why are they coming to your business in the first place? What do they need from a brand? Um, And then also obviously looking at the competitors and why you're different. So that will help guide your positioning um, because there's likely a lot of businesses out there that do either what you do or similar to what you do. So you need to ensure you're different. Uh, And then building the brand expression. So that's things like the brand personality and the tone of voice. So, and this encompasses what a brand strategy is. And this is like the foundation of which the exterior of your brand, such as your logo and your brand colors, can be built on. So, if the foundation is in terms of like building a house, the brand strategy would be the foundation, and the house would be the logo, the font, the colors, that sort of thing. So, yeah, I always advise doing that because otherwise, you're kind of making a shot in the dark of like what looks good, maybe what you think you want, but actually, it's about what your ideal client wants. What do they? need from your brand. It's about crafting a business that they're going to be attracted to.
0: And do people take this option from you? Yeah.
1: Once I explained, I mean, now I don't really design without it because otherwise it's very difficult just to design. You can design, a, a I can design you a nice logo, but it's pretty useless if you don't have this foundation. So I don't, I don't work like that anymore. I used to just be like, oh, I can just create you a logo. But actually I've, I found that to be pretty useless. People need this strategic foundation in order to Build a brand that um, they're gonna yeah attract their ideal customer to. So I always yeah work this way now. Well, that's good because I think that it's, <laughs> it's it should be like a requirement.
0: Um, yeah, I think so. Okay, so what should somebody consider when they are looking for a web designer? I mean, of course, you. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, um, I think the main thing is to think about I mean obviously I would say look at their portfolio do you like their kind of work to begin with like their their style and then I think you need to find someone who can maybe match the needs of your site so for example I my niche and my target market is small businesses within the wellness and creative sectors so I design my sites Um, I personalize them within Squarespace so they're easy for my clients to kind of update themselves Um, And this is a more kind of reasonably priced option that compared to investing in a site that's designed from scratch, maybe from like an agency or a web developer. So this option is perfect for my target market as they usually don't need a super advanced or complicated website. But if you are a bigger business who does, for example, I probably wouldn't be the right option. So really looking into that um, and seeing if someone like myself, I'm niched to specific businesses and that can really play out well for small businesses. So I would look at that as well.
0: Okay. So what are the benefits of investing in a web designer instead of doing it yourself? Because I've noticed that when people do it themselves, (laughs) there's a lack of um, hierarchy in Mm. the design and there's a lot of text and they're not converting people. So I guess like, what do you think are the benefits
1: of hiring somebody versus doing it yourself i think the main one is looking professional um you know you have a few seconds to really impress visitors when they land on your site uh if your website looks messy if it looks overcrowded if it's hard to navigate people are just going to go elsewhere to your competitors um so that's the main thing and then also yeah actually having strategy behind it in terms of you want to convert visitors you don't just want them to look through your site you want them to m- take an action so that could be maybe booking a free call with you or signing up to your newsletter getting in touch so I always work with my clients on what is their main goal and it making sure that I can help the visitors kind of reach that goal um, and that that I often see is lacking in kind of websites that people design themselves it's just like a lot of text about them and it's not you other people may be speaking about their target customer and I think it can also save you time if you're working full-time as, a, as an entrepreneur trying to build your brand you maybe don't have the hours to put towards building a site it's likely going to take you quite a long time so it's, sometimes it can just be easier and time-saving to give it hand over to someone else
0: i also want to just comment on what you said before that you build it out in squarespace because like i know so many people who are like i don't even know how to edit my own website i can't even access it because somebody built this for me
1: um exactly. you know,
0: right now, I think that there's so much content that you can create and you want to keep continuously updating your website. So if you can't even do that, then you're going to be stuck feeling frustrated, but also you can't even bring more people into your, your world because you're not blogging or creating content enough to bring people into your website. So I think it's really important to be able to know how your website works and be able yeah. to access it and, and do things on your own as well. So I think that's really important. Exactly. Yeah. And I know that Squarespace also allows you to do like newsletters. You can have your shop there. So instead of like have a shop and sell your products. So I think Squarespace is a really great way to go. If you are a small business owner, they really do have everything there for you. So
1: yeah, you can do everything within it.
0: Yeah. And especially if you're new to business, like a Squarespace site, like getting the email list and your shop together all in one place is going to Mm. make life so much easier. Um, yeah, so I think, for that's, sure. so how important are the photos when it comes to building a website out? Because I know for me, mm. I know that they're really important, but for you, like, yeah. I mean, how do you feel about it when it comes, when somebody just says, I just have these photos and this is it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it's 10 years old.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they can really make or break a website. Like I can design you a beautiful website, but if your photos are really old or if they're blurry or if you know I mean people can take nice photos of themselves but there's a difference between like the photos you take and maybe a, a selfie you know they, they really can elevate your website they can take you from looking amateur to looking super professional um so I think yeah I would always recommend just just invest in the photos because they're they're such an investment and they will really elevate your not only your website, but, you know, your content creation, that sort of thing. And do you maybe what do you have? Do you need anything when it comes to working with a web design as as a photographer? Like, what would you need from me?
0: Yeah, for me, it's really important to see a website first if there is a template that you're going to be using, because then I can mm. start to see how I can start working with the photos What kind of shots are needed? Do I need to have vertical or horizontal photos? And, you know, maybe somebody wants to have video. Where are you going to put it? What's it going to look like? So it's really good for me as a photographer to already see something that's been started, maybe even the brand colors, the fonts, because all of that is a reflection of the brand itself. Like certain fonts look bolder, some are more romantic. So it just depends on, you know, how you're gonna shoot the photos. And so I think for me, it's good to see that. And then also kind of know how many photos are required for the website. You know, when you do a brand shoot, there's, you get a lot of photos, but then at the same time, like there's key shots that you need to have. And you wanna make sure that you aim for those key shots so that you aren't wasting time, so that you know exactly what you're gonna get. And then for me, it's easier to see the website first and and just know like, okay, I have to create
1: this photo for this page or this page, you know. So it's really good to know yeah. that. And do you, what, would, what would your tips be to finding a photographer? So obviously me and you have kind of like partnered up now as this little package deal, but do you have any tips as well in terms of finding the right photographer?
0: Yeah, so I think that it's also, it's kind of similar to what you said about finding the web designer. One, check to see if you mm-hmm. like their style. Do you like how they photograph? What's the quality of the images? What's the toning of the images? Do you use a lot of filters or is it like dark and moody or bright and romantic? So everybody has like a different kind of style and um, everybody's brand is different as well. So you just have to see if the photographer is capable of creating what your needs are. And so some people have one style and that's it. Some photographers are quite flexible and can do a variety of different things. So it just depends on the style that you're looking for. And then based off off of that, like you can pick the photographer. But I also suggest... looking into their Instagram and seeing their personality and and hearing Mm. them and and connecting with them. Because when you do a photo shoot, it is a little bit intimidating and vulnerable. Uh, You have Mm. to kind of get comfortable in front of the camera and you have to also feel comfortable around the person. So I think that knowing Mm. the person and getting to know who they are and just feeling like this is the right person for me is going to help you also feel like you're comfortable enough to show up in your photos confidently. So for me, Mm. that's really important to also connect with the person. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you get red flags from people and you're like, you know what, I just don't think we're going to connect. And I'd rather hand Mm. you off to somebody else who would probably be a better fit
1: for you. Yeah. I think that's a good one, actually. Um, I was wondering if you had any tips on like planning... The photo shoot because I think people often ask me have asked me like oh what should I wear and like oh I don't know how I should look but what would your like top tips be?
0: Oh yeah so planning is essential when it comes to a brand shoot Uh, really getting everything laid out before you even meet the photographer on that day so basically what I like to do is Basically ask them, what what are their needs first? Like, what kind of photos do you need? And we kind of make a layout of, like, main key photos. And then we have that, like, in a document, and we plan that part out. So those are the first shots. But really, like, knowing um, what do you want to wear and how – if you're going to have makeup done, you have to book the, mm. the makeup artist. And really the location for your shoot, planning that ahead of time is really important. And that takes some time because mm. – Not every location is available to shoot in. Mm. So you really do need to think about that. And I think that's one of the hardest parts of planning a brand shoot, especially here in Sweden. Uh, There's not that many places yeah, there's not that many places to do brand shoots in. I know in America you guys have like um, uh, peer space. You can rent Airbnbs. It's so much easier there, but here in Sweden it feels like it's a little bit more limited. So when it comes yeah. to planning, you just need to also lay out the clothes what you want to wear ahead of time mm. because you know packing the night before is not going to cut it. <laughs> Mm, so really, yeah. know ahead of time, like a week before, lay out the clothes. What are you going to wear? What do you? What is your style? You know, think about that. But no, having that ready and just know that that's what you're going to wear. Have it all packed up in a suitcase. So you're not packing the night before because I heard <laughs> so many people saying, "Oh, last night I was up late packing." You don't want to <laughs> be packing the night before. Uh, <laughs> no. You want to ensure that everything is smooth. As butter when you arrive yeah. to the photo shoot. <laughs> yeah. For real, because you don't want to arrive that you're like stressed. Oh, I yeah. forgot this, or I forgot that. Yeah. My kid was like, you know, telling me not to leave and, you know, all this stuff. So I know that, like, for me, you know, when I when I hear people saying that, I'm like, oh, man, OK, so everything's going to be fine. Yeah, you really yeah. don't want to be stressed out the day of this of the shoot because it just shows up and you're tense. Yeah. So you really don't want to do that. So mm. plan, plan, plan. Everything is all yeah. about planning. Pack, pack ahead of time, book the makeup artist, find the right location and make a game plan. So you have like yeah. a outline timeline with like what you're going to be shooting first and then second mm. or third. It just depends on how much do you really need photographed. Uh, yeah, some people have products, and then they have a lot of products. So, like, yeah, a couple weeks ago, I photographed a jewelry brand, and there was so much stuff to photograph. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually ran out of time. There was just too much. And sometimes that Mm. happens. You know, you don't realize that there's just more than you can do Mm. in one setting. So Mm. sometimes you have to split up a a brand shoot to something else, you know. So those are things that you should think about when you are planning your brand shoot. And I usually, I mean, I always walk my clients through this process and I go into a deeper like process with them. Mm. Um, But also like having like a mood board and knowing what you Mm. want your photos to look like. You know, having all of that ready like having a printout of the mood board so that you can also like get inspired by by the mood board and make sure that everything is staying within that kind of feeling and the vibe of the mood board so planning ahead of time is everything
1: do you think are good props because i know people often like because props can i think really they add something to the photo so they don't look so stiff What do you think are really good props to have?
0: Some people don't want to have props. Some people do. Mm -hmm. So it just depends on what your brand is. Some people are more fashion-based. So they want to look more like posed than actual props. And then some Mm -hmm. people are like, no, I have coffee mugs. I have my laptop, my phone. So showing people like the tools of your trade. So it just depends on what you do. If you are health and wellness, maybe you have your yoga mat. Maybe you have like sound healing tools. Maybe you have, you know, different elements. Um, and it just think of those things that you can bring to the table, you know, like just showing those, like for me, it's my camera, it's my laptop, my phone, yeah. uh, maybe magazines. Uh, then I think about the style. Um, and I've been trying to push myself to, as like a photographer to start like kind of you know, pushing myself to think a little bit outside of the box as well. Mm. So it's sometimes it's not that easy, but um it's it's also just like your clothes can be a prop. It's the style yep. that can really like give people that feeling, the vibe of what your brand is about. So every element mm-hmm. in the photo is like should speak to what yeah, the brand is about. Exactly. Yeah. And
1: speaking of clothes, do you how many like outfits would you recommend someone to I guess if they were doing 10 photos, how many outfits would you recommend that they have?
0: Um, You could bring up to three to five, depends on how fast you are. And it also depends on how relaxed somebody is. Uh, Because if the person's a bit nervous, it takes a little bit more time for them to warm up. And sometimes, you know, right away when you get the shot, sometimes you realize, like, I have to Mm. get this person to relax a little bit. Mm. So it just depends on how many outfits you want to have for your brand shoot. But I would say between three to five is good. And then, you know, work, I always say, start with your not favorite outfit Uh (laughs) and then work your way into like one of your favorite outfits, like midway and towards the end, you know, it doesn't really like matter if it's like your favorite or, you know, because by then your makeup's kind of worn out and (laughs) your hair (laughs) got messed up. So warm up to the, like with the, the, your favorite outfit in the middle. So that way, like you feel like you're already kind of confident in front of the camera so it takes time to warm tip. up
1: yeah. yeah i think it also looks nice as well when there are different outfits like on the website like maybe a few different, different colors different styles yeah it mixes definitely. up the imagery a bit
0: and if somebody doesn't really know what to wear you can always hire a stylist you can go on mm. pinterest and get some ideas yeah. you know go to, go to the store and like combine some of those pieces that you find from your mood board and try to piece it together that way if you don't want to hire a stylist. But really ultimately your brand style should show up in the photos. Like don't Mm -hmm. be somebody you're not. If you're not a very stylish person all the time, like maybe you don't want to like be super, super stylish. Um, you know, do your hair like normal. Cause I feel like if you're gonna show up in a photo and then show up in person, like looking like two different people, it may not there'll be there, there yeah. will be a like incongruency yeah, with your brand. I agree. Yeah. Um, even if like somebody says, Yeah, you need to do your hair like this and put on more makeup and really be styled. I've seen it happen before and I'm like, whoa, you don't look like the person in the photo. And it looks like a nice picture, but like you look like a totally different person. So it's, you know, when people are like, I want to build an authentic brand, like it should like reflect who you are and what your style is. Like I'm more of a jeans and t-shirt kind of girl and I like hats and I like jewelry and stuff. But like when I'm at home, yeah, I like to be cozy and I'm not going to like doll myself up, but. And no. I still want to look like what I would work like. If I were to go to a networking event, I would probably wear something like that to my brand shoot. Like, yeah. what would I wear to meet people? And and just yeah, like they need stay, to match. Stay me. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that's true. But this
0: is just my personal opinion. I mean, some people would be like, "Yeah, you need yeah." To but make, I think that's totally Do it up. Do your hair. Do your makeup. And you know, I but it needs to make sense. Yeah, it needs to make sense. And I've hired like, a makeup artist, and I've had my hair done for some of my brand shoots, but it still looks like me. Um, yeah, but of when course. it doesn't look like you at all, like it's like whoa. <laughs> and if it doesn't
1: reflect, your, like if you're a yoga teacher, you don't need to have photos in a suit. Maybe that doesn't. That's no, not going to exactly, make
0: sense. Exactly.
1: Yeah, it needs to. Yeah, work with your brand. And how do you um, like ensure a smooth brand shoot? Because I know when like you took my brand photos and you made me feel so comfortable and you help really helped like pose me like you position me because I was basically like I don't really know what I'm doing (laughs) and you um yeah you really eased me in and you just also I think posing me was a good one you were like this won't look good like this you need to like sitting on the edge of your chair all those sort of little things that you that you're an expert in
0: a smooth brand shoe one yes planning but two like Having that mood board to guide us yeah. is also going to ensure that you get a smooth brand shoot because then you can mm. use those pictures as a guide to maybe with posing, what do you want to wear, um, expression. So you can kind of show that because expression in a photo can also break the photo. <laughs> it's, mm. it's not that easy sometimes. So if somebody's really nervous, Like, as the photographer, it's our job to help you to feel relaxed. And if you're not feeling relaxed, you kind of have to work with you to find a way to get you to, like, let go. Mm -hmm. And it's really ultimately about letting go in front of the camera and just saying, okay, it's one hour or two hours. I'm going to kind of suffer through this if I hate my pictures being taken. But just, just know that the photographer is going to help you to look your best and yeah. just trust that the photographer is there to help you and mm-hmm. just let go. Don't feel tense and don't like, you know, feel like you have to hold back and not be yourself because mm-hmm. you feel intimidated by the camera. But yeah, posing is a, is really important as well. Like, I mean, the photographer should know how to pose you, um, but they're just things that you – know as a photographer, like when you sit down on a sofa, you don't want to sit at the very back of the sofa. You Mm want to sit at the edge because if not, you're just going to like blend in with the sofa. (laughs) And and of course it's not a very flattering pose. So everything has to be flattering for the photo. So I think that it's really important to find somebody you can, you can trust that will be able to pose you the way you want to be posed. Mm. And maybe you don't want to, maybe some people are really confident and they don't care. They just like, they don't want to be told what to do. I've had people do that. They're like, don't, don't tell me how to pose. Just like, let me be. And I'm okay. like, okay. Like but sometimes you just have to work with the person as well. Their yeah. Personality. yeah. And everybody has their own way of dealing with being in front of the camera. So mm. it just depends. Yeah. But you were really
1: good at being like, I was like, I need you to pose me. <laughs> tell me what to do. Some people and are you, like, just yeah, tell me what to do. So but yeah. I have had somebody be like,
0: just let me let me move to the next post after you click. So I after okay, they tell me that, wow. like I was just like, okay, they know it's clicking. So I'm just gonna click, let them do their thing, click, let them oh, do nice. their thing, yeah. click, and then you kind of like yeah, just allow them to be free in front of the camera. And that's mm. that's great. I nice. like people who are like that because then it's like easy because they kind of already know themselves. Yeah. And so I guess I would say like if you are insecure in front of the camera, I always tell people stand in front of a mirror. And pose mm. with your outfits and just see what do you like? Because then you start to see, okay, I kind of like this. So when I take That's my pictures idea. tomorrow, I'm going to pose like this. But it's really about self-study and and knowing what your best features are. And some people, they they don't want to do that. But I think it helps a lot. So Definitely. just like, I know it sounds weird, but like standing in front of a mirror and studying yourself is going to make a big difference. Yeah. A little practice. <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, so basically Elle and I are working together. We are, you know, working together to create the branding for your business. So if you guys are interested in, you know, working with us, if you're in Stockholm, because we are Stockholm based, but you know, you can take the tips that we gave you today and you can apply this to somebody in your local area. And maybe hopefully that will help you out, but everything will be in the show notes. I'll give you our websites and how to get in touch with us. If you're interested in working with us on creating a branding, overall cohesive look, <laughs> then just like hit us up, let us know that you need some help and we'd be happy to help you out. So thanks Elle for sharing your knowledge and, and bringing all Thank this good information to the table for us. And also Elle and I have two free amazing resources for you. I have a posing guide that's going to help you feel more confident in front of the camera. It's going to give you great posing tips so that you can show up to your next brand shoot feeling really confident in yourself and how to pose. But also you can download Elle's How to Build a Brand That Stands Out guide. And I will put all of this in the show notes.